Shades of Sunny Gray. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Casey Bubba, oh, and it's you, and we're talking all things MLB DFS today. Oh, Bubba Bubba, we got 10 games on the slate. We've already canceled the Yankee game because of rain, because, you know, a hurricane's coming through the Northeast and the, and the Southeast as well, I should say, because 2020 can't get enough crap. We've got to throw some hurricanes in there. Maybe we'll get some locusts, maybe some other things, but I'll tell you what, Bubba, uh, not only did our boy Ryan Humphreys get on the board with his home run call yesterday, but I would say our two favorite arms, Sonny Gray playing the all-day slate, and Frankie Montas, 19 strikeouts between the two of them. Pretty, pretty, pretty good, my friend. Yep, not too shabby, not too shabby. So a very good Monday night, good way to start the week, seeing a lot of uh, happy people out there. So hopefully we can keep that going on a Tuesday, a doom and gloom Tuesday in your neck of the woods. Yes, and it might be doom and gloom Tuesday, especially uh, in terms of weather, if you're living in the, especially in the tri-state area where I am, but it's always a sunny day at LineStar, and if you could go out there and get your LineStar app, go get it today. It's one of the tools that we're using to do this show every single morning. Uh, go to the LineStar app or follow them on Twitter at LineStar app, and you download it, and then boom, you upgrade to the premium product, and then you'll get to see all of the magic and mystery that we do and I'm telling you, it really helps when we're breaking down the games and going through the slate. And Bubba, look, we'll go through the good, the bad last night. Cole was pretty good. He wasn't a, a price good in terms of what the return was. The Mets actually showed up. DeGrom actually was, you know, normal DeGrom. Uh, but I think that Soroka injury kind of took the air out of the Braves. I, I think, you know, once that happened, yeah. I think collectively that game was just done for Atlanta. And now they're kind of in a pickle. No Soroka. Boltonevich got sent down. Max Freed's going tonight. We'll talk about him in a bit. But the Atlanta Braves all of a sudden, I think, are in a whole heap of trouble, my friend. And I've been saying all along, the Nats, it's their division to lose. And I think it very well might be right now. Yeah, 100% agree. The defending champions have the three-man, you know, Corbin, Strasburg, Scherzer situation there. It's just filthy, especially come postseason. The Braves, we always knew they could hit. It was a matter of could the young pitching come through. And now the young pitching might not be there to begin with. It was a, it was a bad injury to watch happen when I was watching it live. And Feel for the kid, but that team's going to be in a lot of trouble without him, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely not good. And also, we stayed away from the Bueller-Paddock situation. You actually like Paddock. I gave you a lot of credit there. And if you listened to Bubba and you went completely oppo taco there, then uh, Mm -hmm. you did pretty good with Paddock. And tonight, let me tell you, uh, (laughs) we're going to have some attention on that game later. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, there's a lot to talk about there. But overall... Um, there were some guys missing out of the lineups last night. Um, I think part of that, like the twins lineup, like today they had the day game. So I think they were trying to give some rotational rest would be my idea. That's why I didn't see Rosario or Polanco in the lineup yesterday. I guess they'll be back. We'll see if Cruz takes a day. We'll see how that all works out. But I mean, overall, and the other good take, I guess, was Christian Yelich starting to hit the ball. And we've talked about him before, which is if he doesn't start it in this week, you can absolutely hit the panic mode. But maybe just maybe the time off is exactly what he needed cleared the head a little bit, come back, and hey, you know, when all is said and done, he's still Christian Yelich. So let's not, you know, lose sight of that, and let's not lose sight over 
a small sample size of how much good the guy's done. What else popped for you yesterday uh, in the slate of Major League Baseball as we were watching? Uh, the White Sox, just, you know, Lou Bob just continues to get it done leading off. It's absolutely amazing watching him play. And then um, the Giants, as bad as they can be, Coors or no Coors, but Coors helps. They keep hitting the ball. And I said they'd be low-owned, and they were extremely low-owned last night. So Yeah, you are. You're absolutely right. And, and guys like Yastrzemski just don't stop. Uh, Donovan Solano. like oh, It's like, who the hell are these guys? And I don't anticipate to keep going, but, you know, the Giants did this last summer, too, for like, what, six weeks? Mm-hmm. They had that run where Longoria got hot and we were kind of using them here on this show, Chris and I, when we were doing it together. And, you know, it's, you know, you, you take these runs and you're absolutely right about the White Sox, man. They, they are, you know, we talked about that last night to go going Madrigal Free Square and then going Luis Robert Moncada. Or if you wanted to go just Robert Moncada in the Brayu. And if you did that, well, it was a good night for you. Too. Big so, times. Very yeah. nice. Let me tell you something like and I can't tell you, I we appreciate it so much. We see the tweets. We see the Facebook messages. Keep them coming, man. Like if you're having success, I've seen a lot of people. I saw one yesterday that said, I've been just like playing like dummy lineups, basically like in free contest things, just trying to, you know, see if what you guys are saying is laying out there is true. And he said, and, and you know, I had a lineup that scored 177 points yesterday that I finally actually put in and I won money in a contest. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Like I, I get it. It DFS can be an intimidating thing. We're trying to take that away from it here at LineStar. We're trying to make it something palatable, whether it be MLB or NFL coming up in a few months here. Uh, we want to make it something that is accessible for everybody. You can have fun playing and enjoy it and not feel like you're just pissing your money away and feel like you are intimidated by, you know, the sharks out there. We we got the goods. We got you covered. And let's start with today at 610. Again, this is an all-day slate thing. It's Shane Beaver against the Reds. Beaver's been unbelievable. But the price tag is unbelievable here at 11.7. So I'm going to let this go. Biebs, uh, I, I love you, baby. Good job by you. I'm going to let this one go. Uh, same thing if you want to play the all-day slate on FanDuel at 6.40. You can get involved here. And this is a multi-entry tournament play only with Charlie Morton. Morton has not been good. Red Sox lineup is still formidable. Still a lot of stars. At 8.9K, if Morton gets right in this start, I think you can win some money here. But again, it's not on the main slate. At the seven o'clock start. So you could take that with a grain of salt. But if you do, again, it's not a single entry play for me. It's just the way I look at it. Uh Bubba with the Rays, Red Sox, and with the uh the Indians and Reds. Do you have any love for incorporating these games tonight, or do you leave these to the side here and just start at seven? Yeah, I'm just gonna leave them to the side and start at seven. There's like like you said, some GPP appeal if you're max entering, but nothing that I'm going to uh, run to, that's for sure. Yeah, because there's there's a pivot pitcher here. As we go in, if you want to do Morton in one lineup, there's another guy here is basically the same price where you can mix and match a little bit and get that done. But look, overall, it I th- nothing's wrong with Charlie Morton, in my opinion, from watching him. Velocity's fine. Everything seems to be okay. I think it's just a mental thing with him where he's just not, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't blame him. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's in Florida, for God's sake. So Florida's Looney Tunes. They got hurricanes and COVID outbreaks and all these other things. And, you know, it just seems like he's like in you know what he reminds me of? You know, in Lethal Weapon, where Danny Glover's like, you know, he's like one day from retirement. And, and that's like Charlie Morton. <laughs> Charlie Morton is like Danny yep. Glover from Lethal Weapon. And that's exactly, he's like, man, that's so this is supposed good. to be that's my perfect. last day. <laughs> and he's like, the question, just... is, the question is, who's who's this Mel Gibson? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I guess 2020. Blake Snell. <laughs> Blake, Blake, Snell. Snell. <laughs> Blake Snell is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness you know i'm not gonna lie i kind of missed the lethal weapon movies they were good all four yeah, of them were, were good. good i enjoyed all four yeah, of them they you know the, the first two much better 
the second two okay but the but the first two especially were classics dude yeah don't watch the tv show just watch the movies no no god no i, I know there is a tv show no 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 yeah. no it's danny glover and mel gibson and all the 80s craziness which here one of fun fact in the first movie, one of the thug guys is Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers' dad. Really? And if you look, you'll notice right away. You'll be like, oh, my God, he looks just like Anthony Kiedis. There you go. I think it's the uh, the scene wow. in the Christmas tree fights when they're running around where the Christmas trees are or whatever, or the, whatever that is outside. There, there he is. That's it. There you go. See, fun facts. You're always learning things here on, on deck. There you all go. right. <laughs> let's start with the 705 <laughs> games. All those good feelings last night with the Mets scored runs for Jacob DeGrom and he actually got a win and all that. Forget it. It's out the window. Momentum is only as good as the next day's starting pitcher, and today's next day starting pitcher is Patrick Corbin at 10.8 on FanDuel. Uh, he is definitely my favorite cash game guy of the night. He's 10.4 on DK, actually a little cheaper. Look, I'm just going safe here. Sorry, I just am. Uh, McNeil was out of the lineup yesterday. Keep an eye on him if he is back. So was Ahmed Rosario. Uh, they're a little banged up right now. Patrick Corbin, a tough lefty, which is a tough assignment for guys like Conforto and Cano. So for me... Uh, I'm going to go favor the other side here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Nationals here, and I'm going to look for bats. If Howie Kendrick's uh, healthy enough in the lineup, that's a way I'd be looking for sure. Uh, maybe Trey Turner, if you want to pay off for Soto at 3-9. This is kind of the Washington Nationals attack tonight. Uh, you know, can also go for Starlin Castro or Astrubal Cabrera too. I don't love Mats. This is my take. Keeping it simple with Patrick Corbin and the Nats tonight. Uh, we want to, You have an opposite argument that the, perhaps the Mets could go two for two here in upsets. No, I think uh, I think Corbin at ten four is a very good DraftKings cash game play. You can pair him with someone later that we'll talk about. I think it's a very good one there. GPP, if you want, but I think much more cash game viable. And then the Nats bats are in play, especially some savings on, on Fanduel. You have there. Rick, Victor Robles is cheap on both sides. The one thing I'll mention with Trey Turner, these are the games to play him in GPPs because you can run all over the Mets, and this is where you can rack up points in a hurry. So Trey Turner, this is where all of a sudden well, then he looks Robles expensive too. on DraftKings. Yeah, Robles very cheap. And then don't forget, on both sites, there's these little red marks saying he's like hurt or out, ill. Juan Soto's back tonight. So keep that in mind. Yeah, Juan Soto is back, 3.9. Um, well, look, it's a lefty-lefty. I don't really care. He's Juan Soto. He, I, he I, hits lefties just fine. He hits lefties, yeah, so it's, it's fine. You know, <laughs> yeah, go heavy on the NAS tonight. Keep it simple if you're playing cash and just take everyone's money. Like I just, yep. you know, Patrick Corbin is good. <laughs> Patrick Corbin yes, does not get any good. credit because he's the third banana, uh, you know. He's mm-hmm. the George Harrison of this Beatle group right now, <laughs> which I guess I guess makes Annabelle Sanchez Ringo. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, at least it's almost better than the uh, the alternative. It yeah, he uh, could be Yoko Ono. We're in real trouble. <laughs> I don't know who Yoko is. I guess the bullpen. That's, that's, that's Voth. That's Voth. <laughs> yeah, it's Voth. Voth is definitely Yoko. Yeah. Oh, that was Dusty Baker. That's why they got rid of him. Oh, uh, that's true. There, there you have it. All right, uh, so that's that's that game right there. Let's go to the next one here. Max Freed at 8.5K against Matt Shoemaker at 7.5 on FanDuel over on the DraftKings side of this matchup. You got Max Freed. Guess what? Same price. They're copying again. So uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. This is a big start for Max Freed and the Braves. I know the Braves have a good Mm -hmm. record, but this is a big time here. This is where a guy steps up and becomes a one, and he has to. He has to right now. And I think he's capable of doing it. He's also capable of doing it against a team in the Blue Jays that do have some strikeouts in them. Guys like Gurchick, guys like Biggio, guys like Bichette. I mean, there's some Ks in this lineup here. As good as Teoscar has been, as talented as Vlad Jr. is, then you know the line tells you the Braves are heavy favorites here with a reason. And Shoemaker can you know deal with anybody. You know he's a guy that could show up and have a good start and kind of ruin our night here. 
But Max Freed so far is GPP pitcher, you know, number one. There's another guy I like too. He's the first though that we've hit in this cycle. So I like Freed tonight. I think it's a big deal. I think he does step up. I like it being at home. All of that kind of favors Max Freed tonight and that 8.5 salary pub. Yep, 100%. I think he's really strong on DraftKings at that price point, too. FanDuel, not bad, but the strikeouts will be there, like you said. The the Jays can run into some runs with the long ball, but heavy sinker ball, ground ball guy, good strikeouts. I think Freed, big night for him. Uh, and the bats were Shoemaker. You can stack the Braves, but um, it, it, he, like you said, he can be very, very confusing and annoying at times. I think there's other yeah. things I'm going to target. Instead. He's the He's the king of... You know, good start, great start, bad start, bad start, bad start, great start. And you're just like, what? It's just it's it's just maddening at times. Um, you know, the bottom of this order is pretty cheap here for the Braves too. Austin Riley in Ciarte there, Dansby Swanson at three one. So if you want to get a piece of this and go on the lighter side, you can. Uh this you know, you can't say the same on the DK side. You really gotta pay out for Atlanta here. Five six yeah. for Acuna, pass. Five one for Freddie Freeman, pass. Dansby Swanson's five K. That tells you yeah, why he's tough. a good fan de- FanDuel play because he's just 3-1 on FanDuel. But, geez, on DK, I'm out on the Braves, man. Yep, it's very, very tough to pay for them there. Okay, now do my eyes deceive me or do I see a Miami Marlins game on the docket today? Is this real life, yes, Bubba? it is real life. Now, is it really their roster? We don't know, but this is real life. I don't know who it is, so I'm going to stay away from it. It uh, Maybe Jeff Conine will play today. Oh, man. Maybe some uh, Edgar Renteria. Maybe Edgar Renteria is available. Luis Castillo. Uh, trying to think of some. Maybe Charles Johnson the, can catch. The old Levon Hernandez. That'd be fun. Yes. Yes. Levon. Let's dust <laughs> off Levon and let him start today. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be out on this one. <laughs> I'm just yeah. out. I just don't know what to think of it. Are you on Baltimore at all because of the. Yes. Okay. Yes. So take me through Baltimore. I think Go ahead. There's a lot like their bats, you know. Hate them, love them, whatever. They've actually been swinging it really well, and you get them cheap on Fandle and on DraftKings. Like Nunez, 27 on Fandle. I love Hanser Alberto at 27. He's hitting lefties and righties right now. I think he's a great catch game play, especially on DraftKings at 36. So you can get some cheapies here. My th- my theory behind this is, and I could be totally wrong, they've been out for a week, probably not training a bunch. How stretched out are these pitchers still? Because like another ramp up for them. No, 100%. Marlins, Marlins bullpen's going to be bad. They've already had like, you know, Mish said it. You talked to him all the time. Um, most of the issues was with the pitching, so they've been replacing them with all kinds of guys off the heap. And I think you can get in a very hitter-friendly ballpark some low-priced, low-owned Orioles that could have a big night tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, man. Uh, I'm feeling that. Um, let's go to the next one here. Lucas Giolito against Brandon Woodruff. Giolito's 9-4, Woodruff's 9-2. That's the FanDuel pricing over on the DK side. 9-1 for Giolito, just 8.3 for Woodruff. They're really tempting you there with Woodruff. Mm-hmm. But... Man, here we go. Four outcomes, right? Like this, yep, this game reeks of four outcomes. And I'm just yep. like, nope, I'm good. I'm going to stay away. As a baseball fan, I want to watch this game. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, if I had to put my wager on which the outcomes is going to be, it's going to be like the 2-2, this gets decided later kind of game. Yep. I don't think it's going to be the inverse of that where, oh, my God, both guys are bad. And I don't think it's a one-sided one either because Yelich, one good game does not make up for the last 10 days. But on the flip side, man, the White Sox lineup is really good. They're clicking on all cylinders right now. This is going to be a great baseball game to watch. If you want to take all the different versions of it in uh, in a tournament, in GPP, and take the single pitcher, that's fine. I can understand Woodruff as a secondary pitcher tonight at 8-3. It makes sense because I think he can get, still get enough strikeouts regardless. Encarnacion has been nice cold. Lazar just got back in the lineup. Madrigal is still green. 
But I, I don't know, Bubba. The four outcomes to me with this one. Great baseball game. Very excited. But in Daily Fantasy, this one's kind of uh, I, no bueno for me. Yeah, 100% agree. Four outcomes is the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this one on the slate. Um, and it's, so GPP-wise, like you mentioned, even Giolito at 91 on DraftKings, I could see the appeal because the Brewers' offense outside of yesterday's late in the game was very cold. But um, it's one of those, I, I agree, baseball viewing standpoint, awesome young players. Fantasy standpoint, a head-scratching could be bang your head against the wall by the end of the night situation. So yeah, it and, and, it's, and it's their no fault. Like It's just whatever version of these guys shows up that night. And I don't like that. That's it's no good. I like to I like to have an idea at least of which way things are leaning. And if the wind's blowing one way, then we want to go with that way with the wind. You want to go where the wind's going, and hopefully it, it blows you into a pile of money. That's what we'd like to do here. But yes, from a baseball perspective, eight ten tonight. That's the game to be watching today, man. That's going to be fun. Two young pitchers here, uh, two upstart teams. This is great. It's just it's so great but I don't want to have to be sweating during it. <laughs> I want to enjoy this game for what it is. That's just me. Now, if you want to look at this lineup and you want to attack one side or maybe attack both sides and see which one comes out, by all means, go for it. I'm not going to do it. Bubba's not going to do it. We're not advising you to do it. It would not shock me, though, if some kind of attack like that ended up winning a tournament tonight because oh, no it is going to be it. dicey. So you, have you, to see, understand- you can see that game. You can see that game ending 10 to 9 easily. Yeah. And that well, you have to understand what kind of player you are. Like, that's the thing. Yep. You have to identify what kind of player you are and whether or not that's the kind of bankroll you have. And if you don't have that kind of bankroll, then you need to stay away from this. It's not, you know, you have to look at, okay, I've got $150 in my account. I'm playing 40 of it tonight. Tomorrow, do I want to be, you know, $40 richer or $40 in the tank? You know, mm-hmm. and it's tempting. I get it. But, you know, you have to have a little discipline here when you play. Uh, Brady Singer going against Kyle Hendricks today. Now, Hendricks was great in the first start, not so great in the second one. Welcome to Kyle Hendricks, everybody. I know it's tempting with the uh, Royals in the town. Brady Singer's a good young pitcher. Um, This is another one. I don't have a feel for this. I like the Schwarber price, though, at 3.0 on FanDuel. That is a very nice price for him. Nico Horner still just 2.5. I know the wind was blowing in yesterday. I took a shot. It didn't work out. Although Javi Baez came up with the bases loaded last night, and I imagine – Mm-hmm. Oh, you were sweating a little. You're like, oh, I was. No. I really oh, was. No. I was like, Here it is. I can see that the, the text message is coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but again, alas, it was not to be. But um, what's your feeling on this one? Because this is another one where it's lukewarm for me. Uh, Hendrix is inconsistent. Singer's too young. I love Whit Merrifield always at 3.7. He's a really good buy. But on DK, he's 5.2. So he is can't be owned, basically. So take me through this for you. What, what's your point of view on this one? Uh, Kyle Hendricks is my cash game pitcher of the night. I absolutely oh, love him. Oh, okay. 77 right. on DK, 83 on Fandle. Uh, when, now, when I get Hendricks, it on DK for sure. I, yeah. get, I get the 7-7 seven, seven, taking you the can, advantage. You can pair him with Corbin that. in a heartbeat. Um, what I love about Hendricks is if you look at his splits in his whole career, and even this year in just two games, dominates at home, struggles on the road. Last year, he already just above two at home. He, he threw the shutout at home, got shelled in Cincinnati. Gets this uh, Royals team's actually got more swing and miss in it than usual. You can get six, seven innings out of Hendricks tonight. Very strong. So for cash, I'm a big fan of him. The wind is also well, ownership's going to be low tonight. after that last yep. game. Ownership's going to be low on him. Yep. So I like Hendricks quite a bit. Speaking of which, how about that Alec Mills man? Holy crap! Yep. Where'd that dealing. guy come from? Yeah, just dealing. dealing. Wow. And you know what? That's that's the thing. You know, with the Cubs, I kept saying, well, you know, I think Lester's done, and I don't know which gonna which Darvish is going to show up and. Hendricks is inconsistent. And then, you know, all of a sudden Mills shows up out of nowhere and Chatwood and you're looking around going, holy crap, what's happening here? 
what in the hell is going on? Uh, speaking of what the hell is going on, we got the Rockies at seven and two. How about that? <laughs> oh man, twenty twenty, folks. It's twenty twenty, folks. Your world champion, Rocky. You know that would be awesome. <laughs> like honestly, if this is what it took for the Rockies to win a championship, I'm all for it. Like that it's gonna be, be so. Good. It's gonna be so sad in a way though, because you know, no crowds in a ballpark for a World Series celebration. That's that's got to be weird. It's gonna. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess when you're a player, you don't care. You're just winning is winning. So I guess you're still good, whatever. But is it, is it a virtual um, parade too? Is it's a virtual it parade. Yes, virtual yeah. ticker tape and the whole thing. Yes. Uh, the champagne is actually it's just O'Doul's instead. They're just oh, <laughs> like, oh no, burn it to the it's, ground. <laughs> it's sparkling cider. It's no, nothing. Nothing's work. Herman uh, <laughs> Marquez is eight point one. He's been on a good streak lately. Uh, there is some value here as well. Matt Kemp on DraftKings is three six. If he is indeed in the yeah. lineup tonight, uh, we talked about Yastrzemski, who is all the way up to five point nine right now, which is just, I mean, come on, DraftKings, bro, what are you doing? Five nine for Yastrzemski. <laughs> He's three point eight on Fanduel. There you go. That's all much, you need to know about reasonable. that. Yep. And Solano's three two. Longoria's three four. So if you want to get involved, you can. The question is, Bubba, do you want to get involved against Marquez tonight? I don't hate it because it is Coors, and we've seen Marquez just implode in Coors. I think Dickerson on Fanduel as well at thirty one hundred batting second. He hits right. He's extremely well. So the Giants. Not as I'm not as into him as I was last night, but still very, very uh, low owned for Coors. I'm always a fan of getting low owned Coors action, and they will be tonight. All right, this next one, another fun game to watch. Lance Lynn has been excellent since he's become a Texas Ranger. He's at 9.3, taking on Jesus Lazardo. So a little veteran against the young guy. I don't know how long Lazardo's going to go in this game, but hey, look, you know, Loreano's red hot right now. But once again, we keep talking about momentum, and Lance Lynn is a formidable force right now. Elvis Andrews is tempting at 2-5, so Solak at the top of this order. If you want to attack Lazardo a little bit as the young pitcher, just don't know if that's wise because this is a guy that can go out there and just be filthy at times. So this is another stay away from me where I just don't have a beat on this. Two really good pitchers, lots of potential outcomes. This is another pass for me tonight. Uh, uh, Oakland Athletics versus Texas Rangers. That's where I'm at. But where are you at with this one? Uh, Lynn can be a GPP pitcher for sure. I see that upside because the A's offense was great yesterday. Hasn't been anything right. prior to that. Lots of swing and miss. Uh, Lazardo threw 67 pitches his last time out, so I'm guessing he'll be close to 80-ish. So Fandle at 6,100 is intriguing for tournaments. I'm not like you want that quality start, though, at least a little tough to do at that price point if he's not uh, on. So if you wanted to stay away from this game, I'm with you. But I, I, I think Lynn will be low owned tonight. It has some nice GPP appeal. All right. Now, speaking of GPP appeal, I got you covered on this next one. I'm feeling it, Bob. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling two days in a row. Dodger losses, which I know you love that concept. Oh, that, that is like music to my ears. Ooh, and I'm feeling Denelson Lamette 8.4K on FanDuel tournaments tonight. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You talk about the freed pivot. This is the other one. If you want to do some multi entry, you have some freed lineups, maybe do two or three, maybe do two or three Lamette lineups. Practically the same price. A couple things you got to move in and out. And here's my reasoning, okay? The Dodgers are all world, but Dustin May is not going to throw six, seven innings here. So you're going to get into the bullpen. Grisham's red hot right now. Um, you know, Machado is, listen to this, Grisham 3, Machado 2.9, yeah. Tommy Pham at 3.3, three, Tatis is 3.7, still, you know, still attainable there. But man, like you're looking at that and this just screams to me, go take a shot on San Diego. You know, the late games are always a little looser on Fandle and they are. And, you know, on the DK side, Lamette is 9.5. I don't hate it there. But the fact that he's 9.5 on DraftKings tells you 
that algorithms say, hey, this is a potentially good outcome here for him. You got to pay for it. And I think that's that's the other thing that kind of pops in my mind when I'm looking at this game. I also think that just the ownership's going to be low because how many times are the Dodgers going to lose back-to-back games? And I'm going to take a shot on it tonight. It might be wrong, but you know what? I feel like it's the it's the good time kind of risk. We talk about good risk and bad risk here on the show. I think this is good risk. I think ownership's going to be low. Lamette's strikeout right has been excellent. He doesn't have to give me the victory for me to still make this lineup work. He just has to give me the strikeouts, and I think he's capable of doing that tonight. Yep, don't hate it at all. I think the Padres bats are a very interesting stack. Uh, I was talking to someone else about them earlier. I think Christian is a good cash game play on both sides, but if you want to stack them up with Machado and Tatis, a little more expensive on DraftKings makes a, makes a lot of sense on FanDuel, though. I'm with you there. All right, now the next one is Christian Javier at 6.5 on DK, who's going to be really highly owned, I would imagine, after that first start at 6.5. So is that a good thing or a bad thing tonight? I think it's a good thing because it'll take ownership elsewhere. Like It's intriguing, but let's be real. He pitched out of his rear end his first time out. He's a good pitcher, but that was very impressive. Yeah, well, look, the other thing you worry about when you look at the minor league track where is a high walk rate. And yep. I'm concerned about that. That's something that could get you in trouble with this lineup, you know, because there's a lot of thump in this lineup there with Marte and Calhoun and, you know, Escobar. You know, the, you make a couple mis- – you walk a couple guys and you give up a three-run bomb to one of these guys, that's the ball game. That's my concern here with Javier. And then you got Bumgarner on the other side, 7.2. Now, Bumgarner 7.7 on FanDuel. Javier is 7.2. So he's actually – this is a rarity. A pitcher is more expensive on FanDuel than on DraftKings. So take that for whatever it's worth. But I, I'm not – this is another game I'm fascinated to see the outcome, but I don't want to be involved in it for some reason. Although I do like Guriel at 2.8 tonight against Bumgarner. I think that's a good play. That's a very good play. I think the Astros are a very fun stack tonight because Bumgarner's just not the same with that velocity change. I have no problem going with an Astro stack late night to have a little, little fun in the desert. It's crazy when you think about the West right now because – you know, the Diamondbacks are supposed to be the contender and it looks like the Padres might be, which is something we all thought. But then the Rockies kind of scooting past the Diamondbacks. I talked about it on the on the radio show this morning. I was like, wow, look at this. Look at the Rockies just kind of scooting right by the Diamondbacks. Robbie Ray's trying new things. And Madison Baumgartner looks like he's, you know, in that second stage of his career. Crazy times, man. Crazy times. So how would you approach the stack for the Astros? For the Astros, like it's expensive on DK, a little bit expensive on Fandle, but like the Altuve Bregman, I think they're very strong in this matchup. First, um, Bumgarner, I like the Guriel call to be a little different, but uh, I want a lot of righties versus Bum because you can uh, they can take advantage of him in a big way. All right, last game on the list here, and we're getting Joe Adele, I believe, tonight. So yes, keep an eye out for that. If he's like min salary or whatever, just jump on that. Just just jump on it. He's a he's a good hitter, uh, great athlete. Justin Dunn is pitching tonight for the Seattle Mariners. He's a, you know, he, you know, <laughs> he, he, he might be Patrick done. Corbin. He might be done <laughs> sooner than later, right? He's just facing Shane Bieber tonight. I think you jump all over that. Uh, I don't care where he hits mm-hmm. in the lineup. You can hit him nine. I don't care. I'm still up for that. I don't think they should hit him nine. I think they're going to when all said and done because my guess is they'll bump Upton up with Otani out or Pujols up into that spot. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. The Angels are a weird team right now, man. Like They just are. It's just the Trout's supposed to be back tonight, but Adele would be that one piece in this game I keep my eye on. I'm looking for it. I'm trying to see if I can get like a 2.2 on FanDuel on him or whatever that price might be if he's in the lineup. Yeah, that that would be my guess because the same thing kind of happened to Madrigal, right? Like he was in that same vein. So what, what's your breakdown of this one? You have any love here? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna go out for Kyle Lewis? Are you sticking your neck out for him or what? 
Well, I think the, the Mariners are swinging good bats. They're always interesting. But I, I like an Angel stack tonight against Dunn. I think this is a late-night hammer. Nobody owns them. You can have a lot of fun with Trout back. Um, Trout back, Rendon uh, and company. Maybe Fletcher leading off cheap. There's a lot of things you can do with this. Uh, if you want to throw a Dell cheap in there, he's 3,200 on DK. I did not see him on FanDuel unless I went blind. But um, there are there are a lot of options that you can, you can make with the Halos as a as like the late night D backs Halos. I think you can have some fun with these guys, even Padres, if you want, um, and, and have some upside. You know, try with the baby swag. I could see him going deep tonight for sure. <laughs> baby swag. You know all about that, don't you? Bubba yeah, knows about yeah. the. He's got a brand new one. You know all about the baby swag right now. You're all rocking the. Uh, you're rocking the uh, the the baby Bjorn these days. You carrying it around yeah. like that? No, yeah. and then what, no, no, I don't. They don't make them my size, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, but the other thing is is uh, Otani's traveling with the team to DH, so just keep that in mind. He still might crack the lineup. I don't know, man. I I'd be shocked. Like of yeah, all the they, shocking things so far, dude. At a certain point, if I'm the Angels, I tend to this guy and say, "Look, man, we tried. We tried to yep. make this whole gimmick thing work. It's not working. All it's doing is costing you time in our lineup and costing us money. You need to give it up." That's if I'm the Angels. That's the conversation this offseason. I I don't know if it's gonna yep. happen this season. But I think next season you have to tell them, look, you're just going to go learn to be an outfielder this year. Like, you just have to give it up. You know, maybe you have in emergency sense. situations, we stretch you out or something like that. Or, you know, if you want to try to make up a closer or some crazy thing like that, who knows? I just, at a certain point, three years now, you have to look at the investment and say, we're not getting games. And if we're not getting games out of him, then who cares if he can do both things, if he can't do any because of an injury, because of pitching? Like, that's that's just where my head's out. Do you have a different take on this? No, I think you're pretty much on there. I, that's the thing. It's hard to see where he's at. So I was surprised when they were going to bring him along. But, you know, it, this Dunn is – Dunn's he's young, he's good. But, man, like this team could run into him and have some fun. So it's, it's an interesting if he's in the lineup type thing. All right. It's that time again, everybody, to call our shot. And uh, we want to remind you, if you retweet this segment over on Twitter at Linestar App, you could win some free swag. We like to get everybody involved. And if you want to call some home runs, go for it. Get in the fun. Reply to the tweet. And you can uh, get in the home run fun with us. So, Bubba, I'm going to step away let you take first shot at this one today. Where are you going for your dinger? Where are you calling your shot? Who's going yard? Who is going yard for me? I'm going to do uh, be kind of lazy on this one, and I'm going to take one of the guys you've been taking lately. But uh, give me uh, Charlie Black numbers, Kevin Gossman. Okay. All right. I see what you did there. That's fine. That's fine. You're going to try mm-hmm. to rub me with my own Charlie Blackman. I see. I got you. Yep. I see how it is. And you know what? He only home runs for me. That's it. That's well, that's how Black it works. Man for the black book. That's how I work. <laughs> I'm going to go with my boy who's supposed to be back in the lineup tonight, right? Juan Soto, right? We're not crazy. Yep. This is happening. I like that one. Juan like Soto that one. announcing his presence with authority. Forget the lefty thing on the mound. It doesn't matter because the Mets bullpen is trash anyway. Probably by the time he gets to whatever's going on there and mop up duty. Give me Juan Soto returning announcing his presence with authority tonight so those are the home run calls blackman juan soto ryan humphreys will have his if you've got yours go put it in uh the replies over on twitter and if you're new to the show make sure you go subscribe to the on deck mlb dfs podcast by line star anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts because we are there for you every single day monday through friday breaking things down keeping it cool keeping it real you can also follow us on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar MLB. You can follow Bubba at Casey Bubba and follow me at J. Uh, what am I saying? At Joe Pizapia17. I almost gave out my email address. That's how tired yeah, I am this morning. Fun. 
Yeah, you can call me at uh, 555. No, you can't call me. I don't want your text. I don't. I don't. It's not allowed. Yes, unless you're winning, uh, you know, a huge tournament, in which case you want to give me a piece of that. That's cool. You know, finders fees, we're good with. Right, Bubba? I think we established this. Definitely. Most okay. definitely, yes. I can so slide right in with that. <laughs> so keep loving baseball while we got it. Keep putting those lineups together and keep sending us the screenshots of the winnings and the success you're having because it is encouraging to us that you are encouraged. We want to keep this going. It's the power of positivity, baby, over here on, on deck. That'll do it for me and Bubba, but the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.